0: What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, welcome to our show. I'm Jeff. And I'm Patty. And thank you for following us. Especially thanks for all the emails and staying in touch with us. Like Jeff Hostetler of Florida. He's actually from Akron, Ohio. He just completed his maiden voyage in his RV and says he is now exploring America.
1: Mm -hmm, How nice. And thanks to Dave Johnson of Rochester, New York, who told us about his adventures, And they are so amazing. You're going to hear all about it in one of our upcoming episodes. Yep,
0: you sure are. Mm -hmm. Also, we heard from Gretchen Hudson. She writes, hi, Jeff and Patty. Recently learned about your podcast after reading an article on Cleveland.com, and it's fantastic. First, let me say, it's awesome to hear your voice again. I was born and raised in Northeast Ohio, Cuyahoga Falls High School, class of 83. So many memories of listening to Jeff and Flash and all the other DJs on WMMS. I'm the one who just commented on your Instagram about Kanab, Utah. We love Kanab. Oh,
1: we do. We have to go back.
0: We're definitely going back to Utah. It is awesome Mm -hmm. there. I'm actually new to camping and only been doing it for a couple of years. She goes on to say, my husband grew up as a seasonal camper out at Friendship Acres in Portage County. For so many years, he's been telling me amazing stories about camping and how much he loved it. We had the opportunity to buy a used travel trailer from his best friend's uncle. I affectionately call it the Barbie Camper. <laughs> I
1: love that name.
0: <laughs> it's a 1988. Gosh. Nothing pretty, but solid and in good condition. Sleep six, full bath, kitchen, AC, etc. We got it for, ready for this, $1500. And Amazing. felt that it was a great start for us in case I didn't like camping. Which is really smart. Mm-hmm. I just wish we would have spent 1500 bucks. <laughs> well, just like Patty, I fell in love with it. We stay local, not going much farther than an hour or two from Cuyahoga Falls. I never in a million years thought that I would be a camper. In fact, my running joke was always that
1: my idea of camping was a holiday inn. And she sent pictures. And she's just like me. That's how I always used to be, too. Yep. And you know what? There's plenty more emails that we've gotten. Thank you. We appreciate them all.
0: Yep. As we talk about camping and RVing, about this time of the year, many find their way literally up north to the Midwest Great Lakes region, especially Ohio, where you're going to find the islands, Cedar Point, fun places like Putin bay You might want to put these on your radar. One thing is certain, the entertainment is incredible. And that brings us to our guest this week. He's a musician who sings not only about the praises of this great area, but songs about living life to its fullest and doing it outdoors. I'm talking about Alex Bevan. Many call him the Lake Erie Troubadour.
1: Yes, and Alex has this unique ability. He can make up a song on the spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. If you walk into a place and he's performing, (laughs) you might hear your name in his song. That's right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Exactly. He's played with the best. He's open for the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Pure Prairie League, Michael Stanley Band, Earl Scruggs Review, Livingston Taylor, Billy Joel, The Beach Boys, Seals and Cross, Jimmy Buffett. And a whole lot more. Now, I've had the pleasure of knowing Alex for a long time. I met him back in 73 when I was working at WMMS Radio. He actually came into the radio station with his guitar and performed for an hour on a show called The Coffee Break Concert. He knocked it out of the park. Well, he became a very popular entertainer. But more so, he became part of the fabric of Northern Ohio. And not only is he a great friend, but he loves the outdoors. Alex, welcome to our podcast. Hey,
2: Alex. Well, I am pleased and and proud as punch to be here on your podcast, proliferating my pronouns at you. And while I'm talking to you, I can see in my little notification thing that Deidre, my wife who mm-hmm. should be here but she's on the bike path now in oh. Chardon, on her way home from being <laughs> with her son so <laughs> she did a good deed now she's doing a better deed so i'm all
0: by myself well what possibly could go wrong with that alex you're a fantastic musician you're very popular and a lot of your songs deal with being outside, being in nature. I know you're a big camper, so obviously that's had a big influence on your music, right? Pretty much,
2: pretty much. I, um, you know, I grew up in East Cleveland I went to Shaw High School. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was a lad, there were two places that influenced me very heavily, which was River Road Camp, mm-hmm. which was uh, out near Squires Castle in Cleveland. And there was another place called Camp Koinonia, which was near Thompson, Ohio. And it was a church camp. And so, I mean, I would escape there and I would be in the pool and we'd be hiking and getting crayfish and everything else, any kind of reasonable trouble we could get into. Oh, of course. And, um, and so that started it. But then probably when I was in junior high school or high school, I started being shipped off to the family farm in Indiana, where my mom came from. My grandfather and my uncles made sure that not only did I uh, have an appreciation for land and what it took to grow food, but uh, how to pick blackberries and how to catch the occasional fish and stuff. So I was led to it uh, uh, joyfully. Mm -hmm. I I did not go kicking and screaming.
0: Well, that's good. Well, what do you camp with today? You've got like a teardrop
2: camper, I think it is. We do. We have a, a nineteen. Uh, no, nineteen. <laughs> I'm. I'm way, way back. <laughs> no. There. no, it's a 2000, 2016 sixteen. Two thousand sixteen tab max. And uh, some of the folks who who, uh, used to go to the Willoughby Farm Market knew my wife and I as bakers. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had a little sourdough bakery and uh, we would go to the different farm markets and uh, provide bread. And we had a little mobile bread oven. So when we sold that, instead of putting an addition on our house, like a porch or a, a garage or even half a garage, Uh, We bought a teardrop camper. All right. It's been so much fun. What's really nice about it is that for two people, you just can go and you just hook up and you get in the car and you go, there's not. and, And when you get to your spot, you just drop it and you go. And you know this from traveling full time that Sometimes you can get into situations where you spend way too much work and energy setting up and tearing down. The whole trick to the RV life and any part of that is you make it simple. You you make it so that your interface with the campground or, uh, you know, boondock place, mm-hmm. just seamless, you know, so you just, you're there, boom, hey, look, here we are, we're camping. Exactly. Yeah. That way you don't miss a thing.
0: Right. Well, you like to get out there off the grid, don't you?
2: I always have. Aside from being a backpacker when I was uh, in my younger years, Mm -hmm. uh, I I spent uh, probably from about 1981 to 1994 five, uh, being a very active kayaker. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I had like a real whitewater persona where I would go ahead and I would knuckle down a river with a bunch of people. And, you know, uh, we were not grand uh, campers. You know, we'd go with like, you know, uh, a case of beer and some peanut butter. you know <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, I know a guy who did a trip down the middle fork of the Salmon River in um, Idaho. And and he and his buddy went and they had like a one pound jar of creamy peanut butter. And that, because that was lots of calories. Right. That was what they did for like four days. And that was, you know, <laughs> I'm going, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm that hardcore. But um, when we camp, we do like to get out there. Um, we like to bike ride. Mm-hmm. We like, uh, Hiking, like so many other people, but at this point in our lives, we go for the experience. We go for the view. We like to uh, take our time at meals around the campfire, mm-hmm. and um, I must admit, there's been some pretty cutthroat games of Scrabble. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> I listened to a, a couple of your podcasts this morning. You know, like the two things you never want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's really funny you know, how, uh, and, and I'm going to reference, you know, your your other thing. There's some really good information on that podcast. Oh, thanks. One of those things was very important to back up your computer or your, your phone, yes. right. because there's going to be stuff, you know, even though you're going to be sometimes where there's no signal, there are going to be other times where you're going to want to share something with someone. You're going to want to save something and you're going to want to keep those things because in this day and age, there's not so many old Luddites like me that still write with pencil and paper, mm-hmm. you know. I do a lot with pencil and paper, but doggone it, I love my little phone, yeah. you know, because if I get an idea, I'll go, This is the greatest song title in the world. It's Jeff and Patty are rocking it in the RV, you know.
0: Yeah, so... That's cool. Yeah. You have traveled all over the place. Where are some of your favorite places? And I know you were mentioning a place in New York.
2: Yeah, uh, Letchworth State Park mm-hmm. in the fall. They have a, a very lovely campground there. At the end of their season, they have a huge, huge art art uh, in the park kind of thing. You know, I mean, and it's world class. But it was at one point they spoiled it. They voted it the best state park in the United States oh, oh, by no. magazine. Oh,
0: there and, it goes. And there there
2: the it fall, goes. That's not a good thing. The Genesee Valley goes right through it. They call it the Grand Canyon of the East. Mm-hmm. And there's probably I think it's probably about a 17 mile road that goes right along the canyon rim. A lot of the campsites were built back in the WPA back in the Depression. Right. And they've been maintained mm-hmm. there's an old inn but uh, what is it called we'll get back to that right it's, it's a beautiful inn yeah. but there was this guy letchworth who was one of the first uh, uh philanthropists uh-huh. mm-hmm. boy i'm using way too many big words for this <laughs> early in the day i understand that <laughs> so and and what he did was he saved these beautiful waterfalls were being turned into hydroelectric dam projects. Mm -hmm. And he had the first state park, he created the first state park in New York, It was very honorable towards the First Nations of our country. So he was he was a real renaissance guy. So that's that's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, If you're headed like to Colorado and stuff and you're on Interstate 70, you guys probably know all about Lake Anita. You know what?
0: I've never been there.
2: No, we have Lake Anita. It's just off the freeway. It's like, you know, 10 minutes off the freeway. It's a huge lake, lots and lots of camping spaces, and one of the friendliest places in the world. The little town that it's next to is very friendly. They have a little butcher shop and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh that's a great stop if you're even if you're just looking for a place to rest. We all know that the Walmart parking lots are important and the Cracker Barrel parking lots are important if you got a boondock, you know, oh, somewhere. Yes. But why not do a little planning? Yes. yes.
1: That makes
0: um, that makes all the sense in the world.
2: Yeah. We did a, a trip with uh, another couple. We went up into the Maritimes. We went to Nova Scotia. We went to Prince Edward Island. Wow. We went to New Brunswick. Oh, uh, we were gone almost three weeks. There were never any fights. Wow. There's a lot of alcohol drunk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of campfires. Uh, But we went up into Canada and and we got into a routine where we would camp three days. So we'd have two full nights. So you pull in, you camp, you kind of like feel out the area. The next day you hit it, you know, you go see everything you possibly can, maybe go to a restaurant that night, or maybe just have a, a, you know, a good campfire cookout, Mm -hmm. you know, and then on the third day, go to the next place. And that way you, you get a chance to really get the
1: flavor of what's going on. While Covering a lot of different things,
0: you know that makes a lot of sense. I like your style.
1: Uh huh. So, what are some of your other favorite places?
0: Ohio,
2: PA, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, which is the Yakagani River? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a great bike path there. There's a, the Yakagani River. There's a great community of people there, and that's that's what I really like. There's a, a little tavern there that I sometimes play music at. Mm-hmm. Uh, right across the river, by uh, it's called the Pub, <laughs> the Pub. What a name! Who would think of that?
0: The, but it, so creative.
2: <laughs> but it's it's associated with a company called uh, Wilderness Voyagers Outfitters, mm-hmm. and and that's a good place to find out all kinds of things. There's tons of hiking year round. Uh, Jekyll Island, Georgia. Mm-hmm. The whole island is it, it's uh, is a state park. It's about halfway between Jacksonville and Savannah. Mm. So if you're coming from the north, you stop in Savannah, you get some really good food, then you just tootle on down to Jekyll Island, which is near Brunswick or St. Simon's, you know. So if you want to upscale, you can go there. But when you get to Jekyll Island, the beaches go on forever. It's not crowded. It's mm-hmm. still kind of a, the old South, old mm-hmm. low country South, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there are some world-class amenities there. Uh, there's a Westin Hotel and a few other places, but there's also like a a real friendly little Irish pub. Strange that I would find an Irish pub, yeah. right? <laughs> and and then not only is it called a little pub, but it's called the Wee Pub. The Wee oh. Pub. Um, yeah. There's a guy there who looks just like Jerry Garcia, who plays music there a couple nights a week. He's the friendliest guy in the world. So, you know, there's there's all these little diamonds, you know, uh, for you and your, your RV in, in whatever iteration you like, you know. And even if you're just, like, camping out of the back of a Subaru, Uh, Well, you'd have to be a shorter person than me. But yeah, (laughs) you know, one of the, the largest growing things in the world, we were talking about this the other day, is the RV market, you know, and whether it's you know, someone like yourselves who started out modestly and said, well, we're going to commit to a couple years of being full timers and see what's out there. Or if you're going to, like, get yourself a little Class B and bug out for a week or two, right. you know, or what Dieter and I do. We try to plan two big trips a year, but we buzz out for, you know, like three days. Like last week, we went to uh, Erie Bluffs, which is uh, in New York by Dunkirk. Mm hmm. You know, and once again, it was we showed up on a Monday night. We had Monday night, Tuesday night. We came back Wednesday. The one rule that I try to stick to is that when we get in the car and go camping, I try not to bring any work with me or or mix it. It's it's like, you know, the world can get along without me for a couple of days. And I'm glad it does. You know, and I come back and I go, ah, same stuff, different day. (laughs)
0: Well, you know, you caught our ear the other day when you were talking about maybe taking a trip, and I don't know if you've done this already, around Lake Superior. That's our trip for this year.
1: That's what's coming up. That's our mm-hmm. trip for this year.
0: I mean, the uh, Great the Great Lakes are amazing. Oh, yeah.
1: They
2: are. We've circumnavigated uh, Lake Erie. But uh, our our trip for this year, we're going to go up through Michigan, Mm -hmm. up through Wisconsin, into Minnesota, and back into good old Canada. You know, Canada is, um, you know, just not Ontario. Anywhere in Canada, it seems like they they have a little more patience with the world. The art of conversation is not lost. The most uh, corporate cup of coffee you'll ever get. Is probably Tim Hortons, <laughs> right? But, uh, but there's still, you know, old style bakeries. You know, you can you can find stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, Frank Polivka. He used to run uh, Lake Tran in, in Lake County, and he and I have gone up to uh, Canada canoeing a couple times. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went on a seven day canoe trip, the two of us on the Miznabi River. And uh, when we came off the river, you know, we, we were sitting there and we walked into this little place and you know, someone says, you need a milkshake? You need a beer? I'm buying, you guys canoed that? Ah, oh, come on, you know, and we sat down and we were just embraced. The beautiful part of the RV life is you can make it what you want and you set the tempo. Right. Mm -hmm. You set the tempo, you get to breathe, relax, you look at the stars, you look at the leaves, you watch that ant that's crawling across your teva. This is what our ancestors did, but they didn't have sleeping bags this good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now your teardrop trailer, does it have a name? It does. Uh, Silver
2: Girl. Oh, Ooh, Silver Girl. Wow. Okay. Yeah, as in the Paul Simon song. Uh-huh. Sail on, Silver Girl. Uh-huh. Sail on by. Your time has come to fly. All your dreams are on their way. She's such a darling. Uh, we've worn out one set of bearings uh, <laughs> at the end of this year. Oh, that that's the other thing, you know, in, in the RV life, which you guys know. Uh, keeping up with maintenance is real good. Oh, I'm not yeah. a real uh real OCD guy on a lot of that, but I do keep a maintenance journal for mm-hmm. for it because you the last thing you want to do is be out trying to fix something when you could be camping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right.
0: Any favorite dinners over the campfire or breakfasts?
2: Dieter and I have been working for about the last year on perfecting the art of taking a big slab of a cow rib and uh, putting that on the open fire, you know, and, and we are starting to get that. Mm -hmm. But if I tell you this story, Uh if I tell you this story, you have to promise not to let anyone else know. Okay. You won't, you won't let anyone else know. No, 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 we promise. Okay. All right. So we were we were up in uh, New Brunswick and we were at this uh, campground and it was a dark park. And my buddy and I went for a walk and uh, we see all these fishing boats going out and coming back. Uh, we're trying to figure out what they are. And along comes friendly Ms. Ranger. Uh-oh. We said, Ms. Ranger, what are those yonder fishing boats? She says those are not fishing boats; those are lobster boats. Oh! <laughs> and I said, "Well, do they ever sell them off the dock?" Perhaps she said, "Well, they do, but to get to that dock, you have to drive about twenty kilometers." Wow! So we talk about it, and we get directions, and we drive over there. And my buddy Frank and I, we walk up to the dock, and there's four guys waiting for the lobster boat to come in, and they're standing there and they're fishing. They got poles in the water. And Frank, he's a fisherman, man. I've, I mean, if if you say walleye, he's already there. You know, he's whoa! It's the size of a man. So, so he he, he comes up to these guys. He says, hey. Uh, is there a chance we can uh, buy some uh, lobsters from you guys when the boats come in and one of the guys he's looking pretty rough you know kind of got a little chaw right in there looks uh-huh. at Frank says no we don't we don't sell lobsters to so you you got to go over there to that shack you talk to them and Frank totally nonplussed without skipping a beat he says okay well that's good that's good information thanks so what are you guys catching and one of the other tough guys says, we're not catching anything today. He says, well you guys are lung kids. you got the wrong baits And I'm thinking, oh my god, we're gonna get killed <laughs> oh, god. you know. All four of them burst into laughter. All of a sudden, we got friends. We're talking Fisher. You know what? We bought lobsters for $4 Canadian a pound. Oh. We had the best lobster dinner of our lives. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I love that. But you can't tell anyone. No, we
1: won't. No. Oh, no. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> Promise not <laughs> to tell anyone. That's a
1: great story. <laughs>
0: But you're still playing music live, and you're also recording new music still, aren't you?
1: I am. I'm blessed. Getting ready to start another recording here soon. I love your music. Now, one of my favorites was Skinny Little Boy from Cleveland, Ohio. So when you're out playing live, do you still do that one? Usually once a night. Usually once. Grand River and Skinny Little Boy. and. Mm You know, it's just, I just
2: take it as a compliment that they remember and they oh honor those days. And it's, uh, I do it with a smile. Great. Sunday, I played uh, two gigs with Austin Kane, who's a, a blues guy in right. town. He has the blues vocabulary. I have kind of like the old folky thing. And, but we have like a real nice interface, mm-hmm. you know. So we, we have a lot as far as a musical conversation to share. Mm-hmm. And we were laughing about how, at one time, you went from a set list, and you know you're, you're trying to you're trying to make all this impact. And now there's more impact to be made by just making it so natural and and just letting it flow. And it's really nice how many people who come up, you know, remember like the old coffee break concerts, or they remember mm-hmm. the morning show. And for them to honor us with their memories of the soundtrack of their life and you know i know it's such a cliche to say that but those are the things that you know Mm -hmm. got them through and propelled them into the next stages of their life
0: right you're absolutely right yes and i'll tell you to this day we just recently um, headed out east and we went to jefferson geneva punderson when you go over the grand river and you see the sign i think of your song Well, well, thank you. I I, I mean, (laughs) it's like, I'm not going over the Grand River. I'm going over this river that Alex Bevan made famous with the Grand River Lullaby. (laughs) I know it's crazy, but man, it's great catching up with you. Well, I I can't wait to see you guys
2: again. And uh, who knows, maybe the silver girl will... Meet up with I don't know the name of yours. Your
0: oh, girl, and yeah, we're still working on. We don't on the name. have a
1: name yet. Uh, we're gonna have to do. Yeah,
0: that. luckily it's not profanity yet. So, <laughs> you
1: know. Well,
2: just don't make it the philanthropist. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
0: But uh, we'll you know, let maybe you know when we do. Maybe you know. We talk about Northeast Ohio. We talk about Ohio a lot. It's almost like Jamie Farr when he was in MASH and he talked about Toledo, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, you know, there was so much to do. The Great Lakes, Putin Bay, the islands in Lake Erie.
2: Don't forget Kelly's Island. The yes. Kelly's Island campground mm-hmm. is a completely different animal than South Bass, you know? So, You know, those islands, the the cool part about them is they have different personalities. Mm -hmm. And you can explore those personalities and go like, wow, I want to go back to it all.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, have yourself a very good night. Yes,
2: I will. I will. uh, I think I'm uh, just about ready to walk down the street and see if my buddy has his garage door open. Ah. um, Which means maybe there's time for a beer before Deidre gets home. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay safe hey, friends. and uh, have a good one. Thanks again, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Same to you. Okay. Safe travels. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye.
0: It has been a lot of fun catching up with Alex Bevin.
1: Oh, he's hilarious.
0: Thank you, Alex. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. We're going to be back next week with some really incredible stories from RVers.
1: Oh, yes. And you know what? Alex gave me a great idea. I'm going to go have a glass of wine. So see you next week.
0: It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.